thank you for tuning in to the Kobe Union Church podcast channel. What you're listening to today is the sermon recorded on March 15th, 2020 by the Reverend Musubi Tabuchi at Kobe Union Church. The scripture reading selected for this passage is Mark chapter 10, verses 35 through 45. We're using the New International Version for this recording. Please listen now for the word of the Lord. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you, he asked. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in glory. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink, or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink, and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as ransom for many. And how are you? Recently I found out my internet and say some uh, leading English conversation teacher who was who is Japanese says to me as say to scream. How are you? It's not so cool to greet each other. I was a little bit puzzled. But still, I want to ask you, how are you? Because I hope you are all fine and well under these circumstances and under recent Japan and all world world. How are you? (laughs) Last week, we have had a relevant check sermon on fear and I may give the same message as Chuck (laughs) from a different angle and direction. As a Christian, church-related people, earnest prayer and constant Bible reader, we have been already given a simple and clear answer to that situation. That is, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. My message always goes back to the Christmas story. I like Christmas very much. Last time I talked to, I listened to the music, very beautiful music of Christmas. Joseph was told so by an angel, do not afraid. Accept Mary as your wife. And the shepherds in the wilderness heard the same message from angels 
Fear not. Fear not. I consulted my PC. I, I always use my PC. How many times the expression fear not appears in the Bible? How many times in the Bible? Have you guessed? And I found very interesting sentences by a lady who says, I quote, I haven't counted for myself, but I've heard it is said, fear not, is in the Bible 365 times. 365 times. They teach, preach, and beseech us not to be afraid. That's her message. Coincidentally, we can find one every day through one year. 365 in the Bible. So we can find one by one in the Bible a day. Unfortunately, year of 2020, 366 days. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. However, these two words, About the fear, the writer of 665 times, the lady, also says, fear not for each day of the year, but I need one for each minute. And since I'm a big scaredy cat, could you please teach me about fear so I don't feel so dumb? But still, Bible repeats, saying, Fear not. When I am pre preparing for this sermon, reading today's scripture from the Bible text, Mark 10, I have suddenly, strongly attracted to the comment of Jesus. You don't know what you are asking. You don't know what you are asking. Yes. We want to get a clear answer to overcome or avoid this frustrating situation around us now and ask to be delivered from uncertain fear without knowing what we are asking God. In the story of Mark 10, two disciples of Jesus, John and James, asked a great favor for them to sit next to, next to Jesus. One, Jesus will come back in glory. Somehow, this request sounds impudent, and we think, how dare they can ask such a favor to Jesus? They are thinking only themselves. But interestingly, interestingly Jesus did not answer to them. Yes or no. But saying, you don't know what you are asking. If we read carefully the story of Mark, John and James had determined to follow Jesus along to his way to the cross. Whatever sufferings and agonies might happen to the death on the cross. They are willing to follow Jesus. As such, 
They are serious, serious in terms of their faith in Jesus. And they were not afraid to be martyrs for Jesus. So I think this request was not coming only out of their selfish or reward-seeking thought, but honest discipleship of Jesus. But why they fail to know what they are asking? I may have been somehow sympathetic to John and James, and I can see they are honest and pure idea. In other words, straightforward request from their faith or relationship with Jesus. And they thought they had asked most serious and crucial request to Jesus. They thought this is the most important question to ask Jesus. But their request comes only from their own way of thinking, understanding, and their faith. They thought it was right to make this request from their heart as a disciple, disciples of Jesus, but failed to think it in broader context, that is, in the context of God. Yes, they could, and also we can, want to do the best effort to follow Jesus. We hope it seriously, and if we will succeed in we, if we will succeed to complete that, but still, we have to leave everything to God. Can we do that? A Danish Christian pastor, of course, and a philosopher, Zering A.B. Kierkegaard, wrote a sermon on Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Through his son, Zeran asks us, So, what we have to do according to this Jesus word? Comment. What kind of things we have to do to seek his kingdom first? He kept thinking, any possibility, any possible action, what we should do to seek kingdom of God. And finally, came to his answer, to find only one thing to do, that is, to keep silent in front of God and wait to listen his voice. That should be the fundamental reality of our service and prayer to God. John and James had a very strong determination to be followers of Jesus. But one thing they lacked was to submit themselves to God. Just thinking from his own idea first. That's not a good way. Seeing their works in the context of God, and even they thought they could do everything they should do. They had to have left the result of their service 
to God. Jesus replied to their request, saying, Jesus replied to them, saying, But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. To this Jesus answer, I may that I may dare to add by God, if God allows. This is a place God for the people, God chose. In Mark 10, after this discussion, Jesus talked to all his disciples. Of course, some of them were not happy to see the attitude of John and James. But Jesus said, Jesus said to them, Whoever wants to become a great among you must be your servant. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Here, we should not tread wrong paths how to serve. To do good to our neighbors who are in need, who are in suffering, who are in agony, to love them in our daily station or context, these are very important things. They are very good service as a Christian. Wonderful things to think of. But we should realize that the first service as Christian is service to our God. We will never forget or misunderstand the meaning of the word service. The most fundamental meaning of that word stems from the Latin word server, and it reminds us of a very short and simple Latin prayer, servame domine. Lord, save me. Only if we at least pray to God with this simple expression as our first and primary service to God, we need not to worry or fear of anything. And after that, our services to our neighbors, our second and third action, as it may be seen, but we have written in front of God. Why do we fear now? What do we fear for? If only we only need to ask God to be God's servant in every minute, with lifting our eyes up to high above, we can have peaceful mind and heart, since after that all these things will be all these things will be given to you as well. Let us pray. Dearest God, make us your true servant to keep listening to your word of encouragement, fear not, and we may gain true serenity and peace in our heart and mind. God, protect us from all the worries and distress and make our people who are in sick, distress, or suffering safe and sound with assurance we are being with them always. Sarvame Domine.
In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Reverend Tabucci's message from this past week. Thank you for listening on the KUC podcast channel, and we hope to see you again later this week or next week. Have a wonderful week.